Hey, Q-Heads. If you enjoy listening to us give five-star reviews to movies on Netflix, might I recommend you giving five stars to us on iTunes? Thanks, guys. Here's the theme song. Welcome to Clearing the Queue with Alex and Matt. Here's how it works. Each episode starts with a friend of ours signing into their Netflix account. Together, we scroll through their queue. Ultimately, we find a movie that's been on there a little too long, and we watch it together. The best part is that every queue is unique, so it tells a story about the person. Here's a question. Are we going to record ourselves talking about the movie during the movie? No, 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 no. This is not Mystery Science Theater 3000. It's uh, Clearing the Queue. A Netflix podcast. <laughs> Let's welcome Randy and Drew. Hello. Are my favorite couple. They're just a lot of fun every time we hang. And uh, how should we introduce? Well, Randy, the photographer. Hello. (laughs) And Drew, the photography. Yes. He's the nude. He's the nude model. The muse. Yeah, that's right. Um, You're welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Clearing the Queue. I'm super excited because you guys are always super fun and. This is our this is our second couple episode. Yeah, yeah. Which is really exciting. And it's good because you guys will contradict each other constantly. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to it. It'll be good. How long have you guys been together now? Going on eight years. Okay. So you guys know each other. And you guys lived in the tiniest of apartments together. 400 <laughs> square feet for yeah, four? For four years. Those eight years or five, maybe? Yeah. And you guys said that this is you, Drew's cue that you appropriated. It's actually my cue, cue that he kind of jumped onto. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot more action movies. There's a lot more Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger than I would have normally had on there. <laughs> Did you have Netflix before you started dating? Is it that old? Uh, I think it is so. that old. Did you both have Netflix and then you decided to uh, cancel yours? I think yours? I canceled mine, I think, before I even moved to L.A. So I haven't had it until I started dating her. So that was kind enough to and share. I took your, took your cue over. Took over my cue. I like it. Well, I, Maddie, did you? I want to first hear because this is my favorite Randy story, and that's the Kirby curse. Like, I, you tell it ev- better every time <laughs> than I hear it. And I don't think Maddie, you've ever heard the story. No. The Kirby's, which is Randy, that's Randy's family name. Yeah. Something happened back in like 10 million BC <laughs> where it's just true. like the first. Ancient birds were very upset by the Kirby's. Like the Kirby's did something. Someone robbed like an egg's nest or something to and cause the Kirby. And it's just the, the Kirby. females in the Kirby family. None of the men have had the issue. So explain the Kirby curse. Yeah. So we have a bird curse, and <laughs> <laughs> it started with my mom. And like she told me a couple times, she's like, "I went to the mall and this bird attacked me." And I'm like, "No way." You're like eight years old. Um, I'm she's probably like, like someday 12. this is gonna. I'm like gonna... twelve. I hadn't been hit by the curse yet like a teenager I was even maybe a little bit older and I was like mom like no way you got hit by a bird or probably came close and she like freaked out so then I'm like with my mom like however many months later going into the mall and some bird comes down swoops in and we're in like a populated area where there's like sidewalk cafes and lots of people out 
And this bird, like, swoops in with its talons and, like, grabs a hold of my mom's hair. And she's, like, screaming and hitting it. And like, and oh I'm, like, gosh. screaming, too, because I'm like, oh, my God, it's real. Like, that was no joke. It like, was not legend. Yeah. No, I think she was, I think the bird was, like, trying to take some of her hair, like, For to build a nest or something. I don't know what it was doing. So I was like, that was really intense. But tell how far she, deep this goes. Yeah, She's had that mall incident happened three times where she now like goes in a whole other entrance like she's rerouted her like I mean the birds one yeah (laughs) Yeah. so then like I go off to college not thinking anything of it have my first bird incident get hit just square in the face like my friend ducks and then like I look I'm like why is my friend ducking and it's like wham like I don't like I'm invisible and then you're just like what yeah like Um, like a M. Night Shyamalan like the yeah. birds. Yeah, like totally. Hitchcock. I can't even watch that movie. Yeah. Like it's that one was on my queue when it was on Netflix for a while, and I couldn't like bring myself to watch, to watch it um, because that's when you knew that it passed real. down through the genetics to you, to me. And then I had it happen again in college. And then the third time was the best. We were actually in Hermosa Beach. We were sitting outside yeah, at a sidewalk were cafe. Were you there? I have mm, never seen so. the Kirby Curse. I think power. it was before. It was before Alex was on scene. And we're sitting outside at um, Martha's, like this little breakfast place. And there's like, I don't know, six or eight of us. And I'm telling this story, the first two incidences. And a bird hits me in the face, square in the face, (laughs) while I'm telling the story. And it just went like, like my mind was blown. Like I just, I couldn't process words. Like the whole, the whole table. Yeah. And then my niece has been flown. She's gotten her first flyby. How old is she? Uh, She's going to be six. But I think it happened a couple years ago. Yeah. My sister-in-law was like, Charlie got her first flyby. Wow. And it's like a thing. Someone <laughs> yeah. up somewhere, somewhere. I know. I don't know how we break. It's like the it's Cubs mess. curse of the goat. Well, that's I don't what I was going to ask. Would it. you rather lose the, 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 the Cubs win or you lose the Kirby curse? Well, see, I'm thinking the Kirby curse goes away when the Cubs win the World Series. <laughs> like, it just lifts. Mark it down. Okay. Well, we'll right. be able to we'll be able to find out because yeah. I just love that story. That's amazing. <laughs> I'd be nervous. I mean, we're we're inside right now and all the windows are closed, but I still kind of feel like <laughs> something weird might happen. Well, it's just so weird. Like, no, she's been hit in the face with a bird twice. What <laughs> yeah. three times? Three times. It's what? Yeah, yeah that's crazy. It's unusual. Yeah. Oh man. I just have a I have kind of a string of bad luck. We moved to Pasadena and I brought all of our dry cleaning. Um, into this dry cleaners, like just down the road, like didn't think anything of it. And then I go to pick it up and the place just went out of business. And it's been in business in Pasadena for a hundred years. Three generations of Van Vectens have owned it. And then they just Van like... Van Vecten means bird. <laughs> I wonder if there is any type of bird reference there. Do you there. get an order amount of bird shit on your car? No, no. Okay. I'm it's, wondering like what sort of how you could maybe like lean into this and play it up. Like what sort of profession yeah. it would be an advantage to like attract birds circus. I could be like the lady in home alone too. bird lady. Yeah. Bird lady. <laughs> Professional little, bird lady. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever go watch Birdman out in like in a Sinespia scenario <laughs> or any type of bat or bird movie. I'm still trying to think of a profession. Like, they've got, like, exterminators. You know, like, oh, you've got, like, a mouse problem. Get this guy. <laughs> she be, like, like, a bird medium. She'd be, like, a zoo. Like, a bird. Like, she can exercise. Well, she can't, demons. though. Bird demons. I, I want to work with the ability she already has, which is to attract birds to her face. Well, my, Okay, so, ironically, <laughs> like my that. dad is she super into hummingbirds. Like show? And we bought my dad a hummingbird feeder oh, mask yeah. that actually feed oh, off of God. your face. That's really funny. And this happened... Yesterday. Can we post that on our website? 
absolutely. That's great. So yeah, he's like the hummingbird whisperer. So it actually works reverse for him. Like he really likes them and they really like him and yeah. he has like a whole sanctuary thing going on. Maybe we should just skip the bag because that's great intro. Well, I wouldn't want to deny them. We could do one bag question. As sort of the precursor in, we we have you reach into the American Beauty bag. Okay. It's the actual bag from, from the, the one that floated around. This is it. It floated its way here. That's like the real one. <laughs> this is the real one. Wow. That's incredible. So, That's so magical. Drew, since you're closer, why don't you just reach inside that bag and just grab a little slip of paper and then read it out loud. Alrighty. What is the one movie or show that if a stranger said they were obsessed with, you would know that you could immediately become friends? Cheers. Cheers to you. <laughs> oh, oh, oh the Cheers is her cheers. answer, I think. We watch so much Cheers. We should have brought our Cheers board game. We actually have like a 1979 <laughs> Cheers board game. Uh-huh. I think this actually goes back to Alex and Andre's wedding where we were introduced to um, you and your wife. Uh-huh. And I think I had a couple too many oh, yeah, champagnes because right. I was like, you guys got to come hang out. And my pitch yes. line to you guys to hang out with us. <laughs> we were going to do game night. Was yeah. like, I have yes. the Cheers board game. And we never heard from you this since. Well. Hold on. And we had a conversation about <laughs> it because well. I was like, I think I pitched the Cheers you board game from us. way too hard. We sent you a Facebook message. We were like, we're in for game night. And you were like, great, stay tuned. Oh. I don't was, think I say stay like, tuned. But... <laughs> something like this. You said like, you don't know what you're getting into. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We, well, do, we like our games. So but the should, Cheers board game it. is like a real deal. What do like, you do? Is it like a role-playing game? Like you have to like, you know, like you, who do you... That'd be amazing. You're like, where do you want to start as? Do you want to start as a mailman? Do you want to start as a bard manager? Do you want to start like... And you get different powers based on like your role-playing skills? It basically is just like the bar setup, and you go around to different squares and you have to get different cards and answer. Like you have to collect all like colored beer tokens. And you have to answer normisms or clithisms. Clithisms. <laughs> and they're, the normisms are funny because like it's quotes. the intro when there's like, how you doing, Norm? And he has like the, the one-liner. Right. What's your favorite it's liner? Bi- oh, it's, um, it's the, milk, the milk bone underwear. What is it? Oh, he's like, oh, <laughs> Norm, how, how's, it, how's it hanging, how's, Norm? How's it hanging, Norm? <laughs> See, this is what I was worried about. Yeah. Oh, it's a dog eat dog world, and I'm wearing milk bone underwear. Yeah. <laughs> like, so yeah, they give you the these list. blanks, uh-huh. and you have to answer them. And then Usually we thought the blank is beer. Yeah, you can't can't lose. Well, yeah, we thought like we're gonna like school at this game because we watched so much Cheers, and then we go to play it. And the first card, the first question was, "What was Diane Chambers' apartment number?" It's Holy like, whoa, shit. like whoa. this runs deep. Like, we had to really brush up. And then it was actually a trick question, because I think the answer is, like, C or D. It's not even a number. It's a letter. Yeah. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maddie, what's, what's your show? The one that if, if people say they like, you instantly know that you can be best friends. Best friends? Best friends. I don't remember. Was it did it say friends? It was movie, <laughs> movie or show. We just... We went or was it show. best friends or friends? No, immediately know you can become okay. friends. Immediately become friends. If I were to meet somebody... Who was a fan of the show Dead at 21? What? <laughs> Which was this MTV. It was one season long. It was on MTV in the early 90s. It was Jack Noseworthy played this um, like guy who had been in this experimental like government secret program <laughs> thing to like make a super soldier. And But the thing was, all the soldiers died when they turned 21. And so it starts on his like 20th birthday. What the fuck? And he finds out about this and he goes on this like road trip to find the truth. And um, 
Are it's, you shitting me? I'm not shitting you. I'm trying to remember it that It was like show. an it was an MTV original, so it's like right they on had they had license to use all of like the music that was in rotation on MTV at the time. So like the soundtrack is just all my favorite grunge from like '94. <laughs> it's a terrible show. Like it was really <laughs> bad. Someone said they liked but this. I loved it as a kid for the one season it was on, and if. If anybody else had even heard of it, I'd be like, "Let's, we'll be friends." Wow, you took that in a different direction than I thought. I thought you were gonna go something. You thought I was gonna say freaks and geeks, which is also true. (laughs) That's what I was gonna say. (laughs) Well, I knew you were gonna, so I wanted to take a different one. Okay, (laughs) Jesus, that threw me for a loop. Dead at twenty-one. Yeah, this was in the nineties. Yeah. Oh man, I gotta do. I got. I got some. Adam Scott is in the first episode. I got some homework to do. Um, Well, speaking of homework, should we get into this queue? Hell yeah. The first movie in this queue is my favorite rock and roll documentary of all time. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers running down a dream. Have you guys seen this? I guess a recent edition. That is a recent edition. I saw it on, it came up from suggestion of something else on there and I added it on because we both like Tom Petty. I mean, who doesn't? Um, I I actually don't know anyone that doesn't like Tom Petty. Yeah. Q heads, if you don't like Tom Petty, write in to clearingthequeue at gmail.com and let us know why. What's and we'll find that? a song to change, convert you. Yeah, sure. This movie is amazing. It's way too long for us to watch tonight. It's 238 minutes. Yeah. Jesus. Um, but every minute of it is is entertaining, and I, I give it five stars. You guys should watch it. Wow. wow. Just bumped it to the top of our yeah. queue. Yeah, Damn. It is at the top of your queue. It's first. Well, there you go. <laughs> Can't bump it any further. The second movie you have is 16 Candles. Speaking of the uh, devil. Yeah, I'm a real sucker for watching the same thing over and over again, which yeah, we're just is talking about that. a lot of the cue. Like, I only so when you, add something, when you add something, you'll typically add it so that you can like comfort just zone. Get to it fast, yeah. I have like about a 15-minute zone of being able to like click through Apple TV <laughs> where I cannot handle the clicks anymore. Yeah. Where I'll be like, just so let's just watch. Like I actually like that sort of strategy. Like, I'm only going to give myself 30 clicks so when I make them count it's do, you, kind of, do you really do that? no but I like the idea, oh, the idea I like the it, idea okay. of it like more than 15 minutes of like the click click up down left right yeah I'm sure. like well, Maddie okay, has just put on Maddie John has Candy his movie. hack of like finding because there's no shuffle feature on Netflix where you're like you want to watch a Cheers episode but you just want a random one right. so Maddie like has like this hack where he goes to like a, a random number generator website random, random.org <laughs> and it'll randomly generate a number so if you Want to watch a random Cheers episode? How many seasons of Cheers are there? Like nine? There's 11. 11. Yeah. So you'd put in one through 11 and hit random, and then it would give you a season. And then you'd hit one through 24 or whatever. Oh, and that's it would give hilarious. You an episode, and then I think there's like 230. I only watched yeah. the Rebecca years, though. I, I end it, and then I just start back over at the uh, beginning of Rebecca years. <laughs> Let's be. That's fair. Yeah. So speaking of Eddie Murphy, which we were doing recently in my episode you've got Bowfinger on here yes classic oh good, good I love it when he runs across the freeway it's like the it's just the best <laughs> and I'm a big Steve Martin fan plays a mean banjo he shreds he the does. banjo he has a great little um he has a great uh, biography um what's it called Born Standing Up yeah great book and he goes he worked at like the magic shop at Disneyland that's kind of where he started and then so if if you guys are out in Hollywood or somewhere, wherever Steve Martin <laughs> frequents, I don't know, you're in, and he's at the bar and he goes over and he starts like nodding was, over at was, Randy. Do you let her? If just it was go ten years ago, I would have to say you would you would want to go over there. 
You and would like, go over it and like whatever. And I would be. I would have to leave or something. Yeah. That's part of it. Yeah. <laughs> that was but a now, definitive answer. I think answer. he's hit like that was 70 a yes. now. Now he's older now, so you're not as much. It was like okay when he was in his 60s, like 70. I mean, it's, it's like your list. him and Tom Hanks are like. What's the list? You mean the list of like. Uh, oh, you mean like... Tom Hanks from 1989's The Burbs? So that's. Because <laughs> that's what's next on here. That one I have not seen. And that's like one of the few movies on the queue that I have not seen. I've never even. You heard know why of this. that was suggested? It was suggested because you like Shelley Long because she was in that. Oh no, that's the Money Pit. No, that's, that's the Money, money pit, pit, which actually no, we watched two nights ago. <laughs> oh shit! They just watched Tears centric actors. You've also got A League of Their Own is also right on the same line. Uh, yeah, we're both suckers for baseball movies like A League of Their Own, Field of do, Dreams. Yeah, do the impression, babe. <laughs> oh god we actually if I do it you have to do it so it's the scene where Madonna is just like super, super overacting and dramatic um, but it's like they come over Mr. Harvey comes over and they basically shut the they're shutting the league down or they're threading to it and she's and like, they're in the clubhouse right yeah, they're in the, yeah, in the, yeah. in the in locker like room I think they're in the dugout actually <laughs> yeah, or something me down. and they're like oh. she's like 10 cents to some slop could sweat gin all over me <laughs> Uh, you're not shutting, you're not me, shutting down. me down. <laughs> we need another go at that. That was Dude, terrible. It's so we're gonna intercut the real thing right behind it. Yes. Just no. Like... Oh, can we get one more go at it? Yeah. We'll okay. Get it. Ready? Do you got it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I can't even look at you. Ten cents with so some slob can sweat gin all over me. You're not shutting me down. Nailed it. <laughs> that was great. That's like the best. That was pretty funny. I thought you were going to bust out some Betty spaghetti or like... Uh, oh, oh. Well, I was actually cooking the other night and I was singing, I was humming um, their like team song, song, like, we are the members of yeah. the oh, yeah. American team. He was Which like, is the one song that, for some reason, everyone <laughs> in their 30s, and they know every word yeah. to it. I was singing like the whole thing. He's like, are you singing the American, American, a league of their own song? I'm like, yep. But you've clearly both seen it. Yeah, yeah. We both love that. But I, you haven't seen the Burbs? Have not seen the Burbs. Have you seen the Burbs? Matt, you've seen the Burbs. It was long. For the Burbs? Yeah. Ago. It, it is a PG movie from 1989. When secretive new neighbors move in next door, suburbanite Ray lets his paranoia get the best of him as he suspects the newcomers of evil doings. In the suburbs. I, it seems like the implied. <laughs> I think it's more of like a darker Tom Hanks movie. Yeah, it looks like they're a little... kind of spying on the neighbors. They think the neighbors done something wrong. That's like what Yeah. I think the cover of it is. is him in front of this house and there's lightning and he's kind of furrowing his eyebrows. He's kind of looking like a hmm. Yeah. What's happening in here? <laughs> um okay, you've got three movies that I assume that you've both seen in a row. And I'm just going to I'm going to bust them out. You've got Zoolander Shawshank Redemption and Major League. Yep. yep, yep, yep. Both, both, both. Okay. If I had to describe your cue in one word, I would say classics. Because you, the next three that we've got here are Wayne's World, Kevin Costner as Robin Hood, and Goodwill Hunting. Yep. But you've seen all those. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We keep them on because we like to watch the sure. over and over. Just, yeah. Do you guys do any scenes from Goodwill Hunting? Like maybe, <laughs> how's your Boston accent? The, uh... How about them apples? <laughs> no, you do that. You said that like Madonna, so like, you're gonna like, lose I'm the Madonna. Madonna face. I know. It's Madonna doing. I could do that scene. Do it. Uh, I got it. Hey, do you like apples? Sure. <laughs> I think that's what he says. Well, I got a number. <laughs> How do you like them apples? 
love you really scene. put it all out there. Yeah, I, I like it. Scene. He did. I say, well, yeah. <laughs> but he's such a idiot. Well, he's, he's in like Dunkin' Donuts. He's like, yeah, sure. He's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, ponytail and shit. Yeah. yeah. I assume you guys have seen Varsity Blues. Yeah. Yep, it's been and, a while, uh, but. And what's eating Gilbert Grape? Yes. And Pee Wee's Big Adventure. That's, yes. Do you have any scenes from any of those three that you want to? <laughs> Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Team, I coached a kickball team like when we were first dating. <laughs> And you if coached? I was like, if, yeah, yeah for kids, kick- adult kickball, no, no. co-ed <laughs> adult. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. If you were um, around, you would have been on. So like I grew up, I love Pee Wee Herman. I have the Pee Wee Herman watch. I still have it. It's like Pee Wee's head and you flip it up for the time and it's like, ha ha. And um, <laughs> was like really obsessed. I had like the bow tie, like really obsessed with Pee Wee Herman. Um, and then when I had the kickball league, I was like, oh, this would be really fun. Like I get to name the team. Like that's part of the fun of having to organize oh, everything. Oh, I love naming things. So yeah, so we were the Pee Wees and we designed the t-shirts to be tuxedo t-shirts, but they were gray with the red bow ties. That's pretty sweet. And we had a lot of fun. We were last in the league, but we had the most fun. Okay. We were terrible, but we had... a guy on the team that could not catch a ball. I I found a movie on here that I've never seen. Okay. So maybe you've never seen it. It's called Only the Lonely. This is a classic John Candy that actually Drew got me to watch recently. It's kind of one of his... my parents love that movie. Kind of one of his. Uh, I've never heard of it. Random movies. Yeah. It's where he lives with his mom, and he's like a Chicago cop, maybe. Yeah, it's in Chicago. He's a cop. I'll but he's like he's like a kind of like a mama's boy. He takes care of his mom, and he has all these like kind of like um, guilts. Yeah, guilts, and he thinks about like this is going to happen to this to my mom as she's walking to church for bingo, for instance. And all of a sudden, all these muggers come out and like kill her. He always has this. He has these like what? visions. Yeah. He has these visions, visions of like yeah. if he leaves his mom to live his own life, that something bad's gonna happen oh, to his mom. So he it's like, like a forty-year-old virgin type situation. Uh, kind of, bit, yeah. A little bit. And then he meets a, a woman actually at the it's mortuary the who mortuary. does the makeup on the dead people, and they kind of fall in love. And awkward relate like yeah. both people that are like awkward. Very She's actually the actress in Breakfast Club. Yeah, she's a really Allie quiet Sheedy? emo one. Ali yes. Sheedy, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's That's, actually a great I movie. I see the director be like, get me an Ali Sheedy type. What's Ali Sheedy doing? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> now, here's a movie that's not a classic. It's called Liberal Arts. Came out in 2012. That one I don't think we've seen. A speaking engagement brings 35-year-old Jesse back to his college alma mater. You don't remember it, but I think... Where he's blindsided by nostalgia and a plucky sophomore named Zibby. <laughs> <laughs> We might have watched. Like, this is another reason why I go to the classics, because I have, like, the memory of a goldfish sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes we can watch these things. We actually talked about this earlier, and he's like, no, we saw this. And I'm like, I don't think so. And then we'll start watching it, and I'm like, ten minutes into it, I'll remember, remember it all. I'm thinking we haven't seen it, but you think that I we think have. We've seen, I think we've seen it. it doesn't okay. look very memorable. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't think it was a great movie. Uh, all right, three more classics. <laughs> Cruel Intentions. Chocolat and Amelie. No. Amelie soundtrack. So let, let me ask them if they can guess who put which movies on the queue. I mean, Amelie is like... Well, that's classic a, Drew. That's classic, that's classic Randy. Yeah, that's you. That's I me. Put that one on there. Yeah, no, I know. But I did put, I did every, put, it's every girl's favorite movie. I did put Chocolat only because... <laughs> Only because of I Love You, Man. Because in that movie, they talk about Chocolat, like, 
throughout the whole movie because he really wants to go home with his fiance and watch that movie. So I'm like, I've never seen that movie. I should watch it. I've oh. never seen it. Have you seen it? No. Nobody's seen it. Alex, have you? You haven't seen Chocolat? No, I want to see Chocolat. I really do. I think that might be our winner. That's Johnny Depp. That's Johnny Depp. That's right. Yeah, he plays guitar. I mean, this might be. I've never seen it. I I think I confuse Amelie and Chocolat. Me too. I've never seen Amelie either. Well, so we have a Amelie is the quintessential Q movie, but you've seen it. Yes. Okay, Amelie is the movie that Alex really should watch, and he's being very resistant. The what? It's the what? movie that Alex what should watch. So, what so, should I like? What's the mood? Should I? Can I sell my wife on seeing it? Like on seeing Amelie? Yeah. Oh yeah. What's she the? Would what's love the it. Is it? A, it's like a Saturday night. Is it like a Tuesday night? I don't know. It's like a. It's like a Amelie glass of wine, maybe a nice little cheese plate. Ooh. There you go. <laughs> Alex I mean, and Andrea love nothing more than charcuterie. <laughs> love charcuterie. So you're <laughs> you're appealing to their. Yeah. The sequel to Chocolat should be charcuterie. Charcuterie. <laughs> um, Amelie's a great movie, though. It's, I mean, it is subtitles, so you have to be, like, awake enough to watch and it. And you've got the memory of a goldfish. Once you start reading the subtitles, like, you forget, like, five minutes into it, you forget that you're reading the movie. It just kind of goes along. And then we can have you guys reenact some French scenes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. We saw how good we were with yeah. Madonna. I'm amazed that all these movies are on Netflix. Can I, I Me say? too. I mean, and there's a lot more. There's a lot more. Over 30 Yeah, we don't, we don't have to go through every single... Because we have probably over 100 movies on our queue. Like, yeah, you, def- you definitely do. Because we kind of use it as like a... After the 15 minutes of yeah, searching, like if there's nothing there, on. go to the classic. Like, go to something we know we're going to enjoy. Otherwise, we're... Something like... We're both going to fall asleep. Now, keep digging. Something like Ghost... So I want you guys to guess who puts what movies on there. I mean, like if he's like chocolate. He's like thinking like what movies are can I kind of get you in the mood? Yeah, exactly. It's I guess like, it's you love movie. ghosts though. It's my Drew. Like, he loves Whoopi Goldberg movies. It's so funny. Uh, how about Dutch? What is this? What? You haven't seen Dutch? We watch Dutch like every holiday. We watch it every year. I know this movie because it was. A dud. It was the Al Bundy, oh. Ed O'Neill. In oh. so much, it was him trying to cross over into movies, and this movie was just like a, a huge bomb. Oh, see, I don't, like, I don't think we so. Enjoyed it. We enjoy it. We watch it every Thanksgiving. It's our, yeah. we're, I'm a big holiday, like love watching holiday movies. Yeah, Alex, yeah. they have a movie on here, Yeah, and we're going to find out why it's on here. Okay. I'm nervous. The movie is Outside Providence. All right, so... I put that. I've been wanting to see that. Never seen it. My good friend Justin Kirkpatrick from back home loves that movie. It's one of his favorite movies, and I've been wanting to watch it. I just haven't watched it. Tell me more about this Justin Kirkpatrick. <laughs> yes. Has he not met Justin? Uh, I don't know. We recently watched Outside Providence. What did you guys think? And is it, it good? Was maybe the worst movie either. Of us <laughs> you, ever oh seen. wow! Never. Alec Baldwin's in it. That's pretty much all I know about. Kind of. He's in part of it. He's in part of it, and it's. Maybe barely a movie. <laughs> really? It, wow. It, yeah, it just qualifies just barely as a movie. <laughs> Don't That's watch it. Don't yeah, watch I, it, please. Please. He loves that movie. Hmm. Oh, God. We have to watch it now. Now I'm curious. Maybe yeah. instead you should watch 1993's Alive. Oh, great movie. Yeah. I'm into those adventure movies. I've seen Alive as well. It freaks me out when they start eating the people. <clears throat> Is that in Alive? Isn't that like is yeah, that the climax or is that I think early? that's the whole thing. 
Yeah. That's, that's the only a, thing I know about that movie. I remember being traumatized like the, by that when it came out. They're flying over. They're like a rugby team flying over the Alps, <clears> and they get in a plane oh, crash, yeah. and they survive. For and they eat one they, of the people. They eat a bunch of people. Do you have a movie down here that I remember coming out when I was eight years old and thinking it looked like the coolest thing ever? <laughs> K two, the ultimate high. <laughs> Another great adventure movie. <laughs> yeah. There's like a whole black hole on our queue that I don't. There's like three or four rows that I just. Scroll right past. I'm there. I'm in those rows right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> you're in the Drew rows right now. Uh, Endless summer. That's probably in that row. That's a classic. Antarctica. <laughs> a lot of adventuring down here. I really think. I mean, we're gonna watch Chocolat, right? I mean, it's I so we have the burbs. They have the burbs and Chocolat. And oh yeah. None of us have seen either, right? No. You might have seen the burbs. I've seen the burbs, but it's been a long time. Well, I mean... What do we know about Chocolat? We know Johnny Depp's in it. We know that Drew picked it so that he could... <laughs> he could... <laughs> so it's he... like a romance. <laughs> I'll read you the description. A single mother and her young daughter move into a peaceful French village and open an unusual chocolate shop during the height of Lent. I think it's pronounced Chocolat Chop. Chocolat. Chocolat. How do you say it, babe? Chocolat. I assume that you've seen the following movies. <laughs> Serendipity, Boogie Nights, Moonrise Kingdom, Rounders, The Cider House Rules, and Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Yes. To Girls all. Just Want to Have Fun. Notting Hill. <laughs> you put that on a, there. She's just, just trying to get her in the mood? <laughs> I actually have never Julia seen Roberts I've never seen that movie, and I'm a huge Julia Roberts fan. This, like, is our, this is... Have you seen Notting Hill? I've seen Notting Hill. Hugh Grant, Julia Roberts... <laughs> Just doing their thing. <laughs> right. No, I mean, it's they're both at the height of their powers. Yeah, that was like the pinnacle of Hugh Grant's career, I think, right there. Aaron, Aaron Brockovich was like uh, the best. And Love Actually, he Joe makes Robert. a great comeback. Love Actually Love is a great actually. movie. Alrighty. All right, Alex, what's the call? We've got Tom Hanks' The Burbs. We've got Hugh Grant and Julia Roberts' powerhouse rom-com vehicle, Notting Hill. <laughs> We've got Best Picture nominated Chocolat, and we've got a movie called like I'm Liberal Arts. Liberal <laughs> Arts. So we're going to just cross Liberal Arts off there and stick with these powerhouse movies. What do you guys want to watch? You say the word, babe. <laughs> I don't want to leave it. Don't leave it up to me. What are you, you least to likely to watch on your own? If we weren't here and it was just the two of you... Which one of these are you never going to get around to watching? Um, probably. What is yours? Chocolate. Yeah, that's probably we'll my answer too. What if you but guys? You watch the Burbs, kind of, especially since you just we did. Yeah, because we did try to watch the Burbs once. We got like twelve seconds into it, and we were like, uh, "We weren't feeling it that day." Well, I feel like my philosophy is, and I'm sure Alex is different, but my philosophy is no second chances. If you start watching something and you're not into it, you're never going to want to watch it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Which you guys can decide. We're down for it. Yeah. We're down we for either. We get to decide. You guys you get guys to decide. Between Chocolat and the Burbs. I think we should watch Chocolat. Okay. Okay. Chocolat and There is. it is. I think that's going to give us the greatest sense of accomplishment. Okay. Yeah. Be- we saw a Best Picture nominee. Boom. Best Picture, yeah. And we'll never watch it. All right. So the listening audience is going to hear the trailer for Chocolat. Yep. We're going to go watch it. And when we come back, <laughs> we are going to just be speaking French, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Au revoir. (laughs) 
There once was a town that believed in tranquility at any cost. If you saw something you weren't supposed to see, you looked the other way. Then one day, a sly wind blew in from the north, and with it, strangers. These people are not welcome. I heard she's an atheist. What's that? Don't know. Opening a chocolatery just in time for Lent. Shameless, isn't it? Would you like to come in for some chocolate? What about boycott immorality then? Offer your husband. To awaken the passion. You've obviously never met my husband. You've obviously never tried these. You have more of those bean thingies, please. How many do you want? How many have you got? And these strangers showed the town how to once again love, laugh, and truly live. Academy Award winner Juliette Binoche. Academy Award winner Judy Dench. Alfred Molina. Academy nominee Lena Olin. And Johnny Depp. In the delicious comedy that feels as good as it tastes. Chocolate. All right, so first we got to do the we got to do the little recap. We got to do the recap. Yeah, first we do a little bit of a little ad hoc recap. Yeah, so we watched Chocolat. So Chocolat's a movie. It's like um one of those like Pleasantville. <laughs> I wrote down Pleasantville. Footloose. Yeah. There's a small town. They're conservative, they're religious, they're repressed. Super repressed. Then this lady and her pixie little daughter come along. Yep. They open a chocolate store. The chocolate is a metaphor for tastiness and uh, <laughs> sexiness. And yep. One by one, the townspeople get converted. And and then about an hour into it, Johnny Depp shows up on a boat. Yep. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Delightfulness. By the end, everybody's converted and everybody Everyone loves chocolate. a little bit about themselves. Everyone loves each other. That's it. We can't tell you any of the character names because they're all French and hard to pronounce. That's it, right? Those are the big plot points. Yeah, I would say it's a comic fable from the director of the Cider House Rules. <laughs> if I had to sum that up. <laughs> this got a 63% on Rotten Tomatoes. 63. Wow. Yeah. That feels low. Feels low. This was great. Um, well, so it was made for 25 mil and made 152 mil. So, like... That's a hit. Big time for... We've got a hit. Yeah. Would you guys it's think wildly different than what I expected? <laughs> what, yeah, what like, did you expect? I think to... it started. It was like the time period. I couldn't really grasp in the beginning. It seemed oh, like yeah, it was no older way. than what it was saying. It felt like yeah. more like turn of the century or twenties. Well, yep. like earlier in the first half, we said that like the first half of the segment, we said that like fifteen minutes. If you turn a movie off, then like you're never gonna watch again. This movie just. Like builds. I wrote down that yeah. yeah. This we would have never this watched destroyed this my theory. all the way through. At the beginning, it feels like a period piece from the early 1900s. Yeah. It was really boring. I was like, "What did I get us into?" <laughs> and then by the end, we were all just so happy. There was a lot of lot more laughter, I think, than like. Yeah. I was also watching Chocolat with three dudes. <laughs> that was also <laughs> so I think things that were supposed to be more serious became more funny. But yeah. I think the part that turned. 
the time period for me was when the young preacher that you mentioned looked like Elijah Wood from North yeah. <laughs> started dancing to Elvis Hound Dog. Yeah. And I think we're all kind of like, wait, what? when does this take place? Yeah, I mean, just... officially it took place in 1959, but at various points it could have been anywhere from late 1800s to mid-90s. Yeah, because mm. then there's like a shirtless Donny, Johnny Depp at one point building a door. <laughs> right, so, so right, the movie's building the whole time and we're not sort of like, you're slowly getting more and more on board with like the delightfulness and like the happiness of like with this woman's chocolate plan and like like the chocolate itself you slowly get sucked into the movie right like we're almost like yeah. skeptics absolutely, like absolutely. These conservative uh a-holes are sure. right and then all of a sudden we're into it and then johnny depp's in the movie yeah in the whole second yeah. act with a, a few really great one-liners but he would show up for like a second and then go away for another 30 Halber, minutes. Yeah. Halber got his Arnold Schwarzenegger, Asta <laughs> yeah, La Vista one-liner. What did she say? She says, you write it down? who said I can't use a skillet? <laughs> Boom. Yeah. I also wrote down a line that I thought you guys might want to, um, might want to dra- dramatize. 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 One lady says, your cinnamon looks rancid. And I like that line as well. And then she says, it's not cinnamon. It's a special kind of chili pepper. <laughs> Could you guys give us a reenactment of that? that? A bar? You know, wow. yeah. <laughs> we'll just go to Saloon or Barnacles, and we'll be like, the cinnamon looks rancid. <laughs> no, it's a special kind of chili pepper. <laughs> Very nice. You know, Johnny Depp was peak Johnny Depp. Yeah. He was. He was like unaged. This is like the Johnny Depp that he should take the form in in heaven, right? Like the yeah. form you picture. Yeah. He didn't have a 1950s wardrobe. No. He had a 1996 no. <laughs> wardrobe. Yeah. And he literally came into the movie as a pirate on a boat. And I think I was joking about that yeah. like 30 yeah. seconds before he comes in. I was like, is he going to be on a ship? And then it happened and it just seemed so out of place. for Playing a guitar. Playing a guitar. It was relief for that movie. I yeah. Think. Hey guys, it's Matt. So we recorded this episode about a month ago, and at that point, Johnny Depp had brought us pretty much nothing but joy throughout his career. Since then, some pretty ugly details have come out about his relationship to Amber Heard, and uh, it's pretty clear that if we recorded this episode now, we wouldn't be so happy to see Johnny Depp arrive on that pirate ship. If you're like us and you're sick of this shit that keeps happening, I would recommend a great organization called Futures Without Violence. They're at the forefront of helping to end violence against women, children, and families. So head to their website, futureswithoutviolence.org, make a donation, make the world a better place. And uh, now back to the show. 2000, it was nominated for Best Picture, Lost to Gladiator. Wow. Okay. Judy Dench was nominated. So the Dame Judy Dench. You gave me a little shit because when we watched Coming to America and in the credits it said Louis Anderson in the beginning and I went Louis Anderson. Yeah. When this movie started and you saw Dame Judy Dench, you went, "Huh, Dame Judy Dench." <laughs> you did. Yeah. I mean, but like she's royalty. She's I mean, literally. She's not Louis Anderson. Right. No. <laughs> it was Louis Anderson, Judy Dench. What does it take to become a dame? Is that like being knighted? Yeah, it's the, the female equivalent. Um, she was great. And then Julia Binoche. She was the uh, the main. Was she the? 
She was nominated for Best Actress. Lost it. So she actually won for English Patient, which I hadn't seen. Hmm. She actually won the the Best Actress Triple Crown for your advanced metrics over there. Mm-hmm. Um, in she won the Best Actress in Berlin, Cannes, and Venice Film Festival. So she's got the chops. Oh, wow. wow, she's got the chocolate wow. chops. Bringing it. I liked I liked the running uh, one of the themes that they had to wrap up at the end was that she could guess everybody's favorite chocolate. Yeah. Yes. Which was a little weird. At the beginning she needed them to like spin this thing and see what they saw in it, like a Rorschach test. Yeah. But then by the end she could just sort of like point at people and be like, I know what your favorite chocolate is. Yeah. Except for Johnny Depp. She kept getting it wrong and then at the end it turned out that his favorite chocolate was hot chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> hot chocolate. Which milk. felt like Kind of a trick question, but agreed. What are your favorite Cold kinds fish? of chocolate? Um, he's more of a sweets person. I have dark chocolate every once in a while. I mean, this movie made me want to have like he was, kisses. Yeah, we're gonna be stopping on the way home <laughs> yeah. for sure. He's just gonna be like running into CVS and just grabbing all the chocolate. <laughs> like that guy at the end who's just like fiending on. Chocolate. Yeah, he's gonna be in the window of some of these candy chocolate. <laughs> I drew a picture of that guy. Did you? Yeah. That that's amazing. Actually, that's wildly that accurate. That's yeah. Alfred Molina. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Did you hear when? So when like um the main lady Julia Binoche is starting to convert people, Maddie scouts this this like scummy lady who's like pickpocket, <laughs> and he says, "Is she gonna get? She's all vatted." And I don't know if you caught him say that. <laughs> she's all vatted. But he not yeah. only was he right. Like a, she was gonna get made over. That's yeah, like the makeover, I love it. and I love she it. did. And she, she became the number her. two. She was like uh, at the beginning. She was like aggressively. Her hair was like aggressively mad, mangy, and mangy. <clears throat> yeah, and she was wearing clothes that were like so tattered. And I was like, I see what they're doing here. Yeah, <laughs> they're going. She's all. Yeah, so like the it. tagline of this was called like it was like a fable, and like it really was sort of like meant to be some sort of like weird alternate Disney-ish. Yeah. I said early on it felt like it should be a musical. I was charmed, man. I was just charmed. It was charming and Paul delightful. Red was right. It was delightful. Paul <laughs> Rudd. I was concerned, like she kept giving away the chocolate on a rea- on a realistic level. Like, where's the money coming from? <laughs> Good question. The people didn't seem rich. No. no. Only the chocolate did. <laughs> nice. Uh, we really de- definitely earned our Johnny Depp in that one. Like you didn't. Yeah. Have to work you had for to work every for it. Fifty-four <laughs> minutes without Johnny Depp before he enters that movie. He was probably and in the movie for like less than twelve minutes. He had very little screen time. Yeah. How did you feel about the uh, chocolaterie being like a modern day Cheers, where people go <laughs> to? <laughs> Tell their it's troubles. True. Did you notice it? I picked up on it right away. Their it's troubles true. were being right. told. Like yeah. everybody knows your name. Everyone knew your name. She was like <laughs> yeah. trying to. Did you get that? No, did you feel that? I, I don't feel like she was quite that. as sinful as the the patisserie. The patisserie scene. Judy Dench was Norm Peterson. Oh, <laughs> she was Diabetic bit, like. Norm Peterson. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was hilarious. I didn't get the Cheers vibe. Um, no, but it makes sense. I mean, that's where they came to like, kind of get rid of their inhibitions and relax. There's also a running gag where there's this dog that keeps eating chocolate. And Alex pointed out early on, like, dogs can't eat chocolate. The one thing I know about dogs. But this dog ate chocolate and seemed fine. 
Yeah. Like many times. I think the first time it was like a biscuit, and then the next few times it was just straight up chocolate. You're just eating chocolate. You don't care. He seemed fine. He was in confession too. That's true. That's and then true. he got uh, another dog at one point. <laughs> so oh, yeah. He was attracted to <laughs> yeah. another random dog. So, something's in that chocolate for sure. It's really the question what is in the chocolate? Yeah, I was definitely heroin. Uh, you got anything else? No, man. Let's give this a star rating. Netflix lets you rate movies on a five-star scale. Yeah. Unfortunately, there are no half-stars available to us. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, I, mean, I would have been at the three and a half, I guess. I have to commit to four or yeah. three, so I'm going to go three. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it a four. Wow. Where are you going with this? Yeah, f- uh, three. It's a three. All right, then I'm going to do four. Okay. I think we all agree it's a three and a half, and so we just needed two threes and two fours to get us there. That's a three and a half star movie. It should have lost to Gladiator. Yeah. It didn't feel like a a best picture movie. I didn't think it... Yeah, I was actually kind of... I mean... It was probably... On that list that you mentioned, it was probably last. We have good news for you. You glorious, beautiful couple. (laughs) You, You guys are now one step closer to Clearing the Queue. That was Clearing the Queue. If you have heard anything you like or know that we were just dead wrong about, you can email us at uh, clearingthequeue at gmail.com. Q is spelled Q-U-E-U-E. That's a tough one. And if your thoughts are funny, we'll read it on air. Follow us on Twitter at CTQ Podcast, Instagram at Clearing the Queue, Facebook.com slash Clearing the Queue. Subscribe on iTunes. Yeah, subscribe on iTunes. I don't know how you do that. <laughs> <laughs>